G'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Monday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning, uh, men cancelled, and not before time. Uh, we've got a weekend of sport, mostly played by men, admittedly, and um, public transport. It's going from strength to strength. But before any of that, why is the government being so slow when everybody else seems to be going so fast? Mike, the New Zealand borders are going to be closed for many years. How can it be reopened if one case will not be tolerated? It's a very good point because Jim Bolt, as he writes in the Herald over the weekend, the mayor of Queenstown, of course, he says, in the absence of government support, I have one suggestion for the government. Please give us some surety. Those businesses which can survive need to know a date when we will see the Australian bubble and international return. It's not unreasonable to ask that. Similar letter from business the other day. British Airways, this is where this is going. This is what you've got to be cognizant of. We're going to get caught with our pants down. British Airways, uh, they're um, planning this app-based travel pass. This is going to be the way of the future. Register their status on the BA smartphone app when you buy, uh, fly BA. Uh, it's got the go-ahead for a return international travel on May 17. These are POMs. As of May 17, Brits, all things going well, are going to be able to travel. Interesting piece on CNN over the weekend. People are falling over themselves, particularly in Europe. They're looking at Britain going, right, they're jabbed, they want to travel. Uh, Spain, Greece, Portugal, they're all falling over themselves uh, to get people into their countries for the summer holidays. Qantas has started its first passenger trial of a digital vaccine passport. Are we? Have you heard the government talk about this, when it's going to happen? Vaguely, a couple of weeks ago on this program, when we asked Hipkins, he said it's something they're talking about. Yak, yak, yak. Common Pass Digital Health App on government repatriation. This is on a flight from Frankfurt that arrived in Darwin Friday morning. So it's already up and running as a trial on Qantas. Uh, Over the weekend, we get the news, Australia and Singapore, they've got a bubble by July. Now, that once and for all is proof positive that our government has been lying to us about the bubble, telling us that it's Australia who's the hold-up, not Australia at all. As Morrison said last week, he said he can't work out why Australians aren't in Queenstown. The reason they're not in Queenstown is because our government won't let them, because Australia's moving ahead with Singapore. Quarantine gateway, holiday destination, potential vaccination hub. It's going to clear the logjam of the 40,000 Australians looking to return home. It's going to boost tourism to Australia from Singapore and... It's going to kickstart the multi-billion dollar market for international students. There go ahead. July, that's happening. How vaccinated travellers became hot property. This is CNN over the weekend. So countries across Europe, tourist operators, they're falling, quote unquote, falling over themselves to welcome Brits for a dose of summer sun. Cyprus, it'll take Brits from May 1. Greece, uh, border open from May 14. Uh, The Greek media declaring an all-out war to get UK tourists in the country. So when you're jabbed, you're hot. And where are we? Vaccination in May hasn't even started. Uh, app, nowhere to be seen. Borders closed. World will be open and travelling. I'm sure, I'm sure there's good reasons for all, all of that stuff. You could ask the Prime Minister after 7 o'clock this morning. Yeah, nothing gives you that sense of FOMO more than seeing a whole other country doing better than you. Uh, so, yeah, let's get going. Let's actually do something, shall we? Um, now, uh, is, is, has the age of man, it's over, isn't it? I mean, surely. I suspect most of us would agree that too much of the world is a strange, sad and at times dangerous sort of place at the moment. Rational thought, freedom of speech, calm reason have been largely suspended in too many circles and replaced by insanity. It's a minefield at the moment, depending, of course, of who you are. Woke. Hand ringer, say whatever you like. If you're not, you need to be cancelled. Baroness Ginny Jones, member of the House of Lords, suggested men need a curfew. 
It's what she said, men need a curfew. This came after the uh, aforementioned murder in Britain. And in the comment is the microcosm of all that's wrong with the world at the moment. Uh, Once a murder, once upon a time, murder was something of horror or of upset of sadness about, um, you know, a debate would be held as to whether there were issues to be addressed. Things like police investigations, where the clues were missed, was the person known to the police, uh, was justice being served, what sort of sentence would be dished out. A lot of anger, a lot of frustration, a lot of tension within those debates, of course, uh, were sentences hard enough. But that's now been replaced by people like Ms Jones, whose suggestion is that men need a curfew. Men aren't allowed out at night. Now, even in a mad world, this sets surely new standards for idiocy. And yet, within 24 hours, the headline was to be found in a local outlet here. Why a man's curfew isn't such a bad idea. And so it goes. And if you're on the right side of the PC ledger, you can literally now, literally say anything you want and get away with it. I also saw over the weekend the Oprah memes post the interview. Now, I haven't seen the memes given I'm not in social media. Uh, But there are, I am told, lots of them, lots of memes. And they sort of make fun at Oprah and her gasping and facial expressions over the so-called royal bombshells were dropped on that California patio last week. Sadly, if you were part of that and you aren't black, you are racist. It was deemed so by some tragic social media warrior that you could only post these memes if you're black. Because if you're not, it's the equivalent of digital blackface. Digital blackface. The bigger picture is this. Are we eating ourselves? That's the question. My wife asked me if the 60s were like this. I mean, that obviously is ageist in and of itself, and she needs to be cancelled because I wasn't around in the 60s. Well, I was, but I was three. Anyway, the question was asked by way of comparison. Was the bra burning, the rampaging, the sit-ins, the riots, just our version, their version of the cancel culture now pervading the 21st century? And if it is, how long before we wake up, grow up, and get back to some semblance of normality? Because... There is no doubt these are sad and pathetic times, and I'm in no doubt it's a phase. But until Ms. Jones and the Oprah meme nonsense came along last week, I sadly would have guessed we were at peak stupidity. But more full me. I think men should be under curfew. In fact, I think we should be grounded. I don't think we should be allowed out at all. In fact, I don't even think we should be allowed. I'm ashamed to be a man. I don't mind admitting it. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're responsible for pretty much all of the awful things that have ever happened to anybody ever. I don't know why you keep putting up with us, ladies. To say no to men. Um, admittedly, it's going to make make a slight change for the way sport works. So we start as we mean to go on, of course, 1-0. one nil, one nil, nineteen six. This is our year. Sport over the weekend once again reminded us of its value and place in our lives. Not everyone is obsessed with the Warriors as I am, of course, but most of us have our passions. Uh, That flotilla on the water, for example. Think about the pictures of the world. Thousands and thousands of New Zealanders out on the water, the blue skies. You can't buy that sort of publicity in branding. Extraordinary technology, a contest for the ages. Yet again, need I say it, but when the America's Cup actually starts, all the misery and woe from the bitter and twisted who call it a millionaire's folly fade away, and they're replaced by the vast majority of us who see this for what it is. A showcase of sport, of technology, of perseverance, of dreams and aspirations. But back to the Warriors. Oh, sorry, actually the Crusaders. I did what the Crusaders do, and whether you support them or not, I mean, Super Rugby, still to my eye, is as exciting as it was last year. Every contest is a headliner, given the quality and depth available to us in this country. But back to the Warriors. Their sacrifice, yet again, cannot be overstated. I mean, if we had a government of aspiration, there would be a two-way bubble, of course, asked Scott Morrison, but we don't. 
and they're stuck there, which makes what they're doing even more admirable and remarkable. Uh, the Titans had a good chunk of the ball but didn't do enough with it. When we got it, we looked sharp, we looked fit, we looked fast, we looked like the winners we turned out to be. The recruits looked like good buys and repaid the faith. Three tries, three conversions, a drop goal on full-time, some new rules that may or may not help the game, I don't know, but a win. You can't start a season any better than being one-zip sport, eh? It's amazing. Yachting, rugby, golf, league, motor racing, pick your favourite. But what a joy a weekend of sport is. As for the Warriors, <laughs> this is our year. This is our year! Very happy uh, with the way that Chiefs are executing their plan. Um, on our way to another record of most consecutive losses. And then once we've nailed that, we can start winning again. Like public transport. Extraordinary business. Uh, on the day, the very day that we get the public transport statistics, this is for Auckland. Uh, no one's jumping on the bus. No one's jumping on the train. No one's jumping on the ferry. Uh, what they are doing is jumping in their own car or they're not coming into town anymore at all because they're working from home. Data from Auckland Transport. Public transport was only 54% capacity compared to pre-COVID levels in 2019. So it's being decimated, public transport. But on the same day those figures come out, the government, in all their wisdom, along with the Auckland Council, have decided to invest an extra $3 billion. And the aim is to increase public transport use by 91%. Dreamers. 14. Well, I'm quite keen on this new campaign they've got going, the speedy buses. Are they? Yeah, the ones that are... Through the red lights. Yeah, and, and, and that are going 60Ks over the limit. Yeah, and through the red lights. I'd be keen to jump on one of those. Get from point to point quicker than you ever imagined possible. I'd pay extra. I mean, come on. Who doesn't want to be on the speed bus? Um, you certainly don't want to be in front of the speed bus, but on it, that's a whole other thing. I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, that was the rewrap for Monday. Uh, we'll see you back here again uh, tomorrow. It'll be at the normal time. Uh, so, yeah, you, you don't need a faster bus. Um, you'll just be here early if you get one.